Okay, there's so many games right now. Like uh 2020, you know, despite the despite the quarantine um despite the quarantine wrecking all of our schedules and plans for the year. Um mm-hmm. you know, right. video games is video games are still uh still going strong, still being played. Um in fact, you know, we're staying at home means we're playing more video games and you know, oh, along the, the way, there, along the way, there's way more um, free-to-play games right now. So <clears throat> recently, um, games like Valorant has have been released. Uh, I've been tra- I've been playing that. It's been uh, it's been so interesting. It's been really fun and stressful yeah. at the same time. And um, a few days ago, uh, Fall Guys just released for PS Plus yeah. uh, subscribers. It's free. So yeah, um, right now, you know. With so many games, um, so many new releases, uh, you know, you can you can get, um, you know, your wallet can run out, your wallet can run dry with so many new games, and you That's know, true. at times, going free to play is the best option. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's basically our start. So free to play. Um, now, for those who are wondering, you know, for those who are new or for those who aren't familiar with what exactly free to play is, um, free to play games are games that allow you to play the base game, the full experience, the full gameplay experience without having to pay for anything. So that means you can go online without having to subscribe online. You can, um, you can play rounds without limits. And yeah, you can just basically enjoy the overall game without having to pay for anything at all. That's the essence of it. Although in our discussion, we'd be talking about um, you know, how free-to-play games are supported and how free-to-play games are sometimes some of the most profitable games in the industry, which is yeah. uh, unusual to hear because you know, being free means you know you don't have there's no uh, money involved. But you know, there are many ways. So. Um, yep. I guess um okay let's go let's start with our first stop so that's what is free to play that's our first question and our next question is types of free to play games now i think um there are many ways you can describe free to play games like there's a there's free to play games that you can download straight up in uh in store like on steam epic games ps store and okay. you can download and play right away right mm-hmm that's true. Um, and also, I think I could we could consider um, subscription-based games as free-to-play because you're paying for the subscription, not um, for the game. Yeah, in a way, right? What's an, what's an example of a subscription game then? No, no, no. Example, if you're a PS Plus subscriber, you're just paying for mm-hmm. a year. You're paying for the months. And then uh-huh. every month you get two free games. So I think that's, uh, that can still be considered a bit free-to-play, semi-free-to-play. But yeah, yes. of course, there's there's a limit to that, and there's also, of course, I guess all free to play games are at this format right now. They're all freemium, pretty much. True, that's true. So free to play games. So freemium games are free to play games that are free. You can play, you can play the experience for free. You can play the game and do gameplay without paying for anything, but. You have the option to pay um, pay for other stuff like cosmetics, in-game items. You can purchase, um, yeah, oh, see, Black Ops 3 was a free PS Plus game at one point. So we can consider PS Plus games or Xbox Game Pass games as free to play. 
So yeah, um, most games right now, most free-to-play games right now are currently at the freemium format because you know being freemium, you know, means that people can play instantly but have the option of making purchases so that the game would be supported. Yeah. Popular free to game free to play games right now. We're a bit quick. Let's go. Um, popular free to play games now with so many free to play games in uh in the store in any in any digital space right now. Uh, yeah. I think we can um we can narrow it down to um can narrow it down to four different genres. So I put a banner here. I don't think I'll be putting it um on our screen, but. Um, some of the most popular genres. So, on the stream, Jude. No, uh, you are, I think, because my stream is smooth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. But yeah, we're we're doing fine though. Um, there's one, two, three. There's four genres we'd like to mention, and mm-hmm. that's pretty nice. Um, ooh, there are four comments. Fortnite, Valorant, or yeah, will be. Checking, uh, we'll be talking about all of those games in a bit. So I think we can start with uh, MOBAs, you know, okay. multiplayer online battle arenas. So right now, there's some of the most popular games in the planet. They're most they're some of the most true. profitable. They have some. They host some of the world's biggest esports tournaments. So that's mm-hmm. Dota 2, that's League of Legends, uh, MOBAs. Those are the best examples, and those games are free. All you have to do is um, get, create an account on Steam, create an account on Riot Games, and you're now... On your phone, right? Yeah, even on your phone. Like, you can just play it on your phone, which means you can take it anywhere. Yeah, you can take it. Um, you can take MOBAs on your phone. Mobile Legends is free to play. Um, there's Marvel Super War. If you're if you're a fan of... If you want to do a Marvel MOBA, uh, yeah, it's... MOBAs are some of the first very successful free-to-play games. Dota 2 and LoL are, were very, very popular from the start. And right now, they're they're so popular that imagine their tournaments cost millions of dollars. You know, the prize money is so expensive. And they sell out arenas. Right now, of course, they can't do arena tournaments, but, you know, at their peak, at their best, you know, the international and the World Championships of LoL, in their packing arenas. Imagine Madison Square Garden has a LoL tournament <laughs> sold out. That's yeah. pretty awesome. So yeah, MOBAs are some of the first uh, pop, very popular free-to-free games. And um, they're, quite, they're quite inaccessible. They're, uh, they're quite not inaccessible. They're quite hard. For starters, they're pretty challenging to play, but you know, it's uh, there are types of games that are pretty, very difficult to master. And yeah. Skill ceiling is so high that you know you, you know the level from an average player to a pro is very very far. Very, the gap is very mm-hmm. wide. Yeah. So next games that are free to play. Another one that uh that is very popular early. I think we can consider them as some of the earlier free to play games that are very popular. Uh, especially during the late nineties and two thousand and the early two thousands. That's um that's MMORPGs. So yeah. imagine. Rock Online, MU Online, RF Online, Eve Online. There's so many MMORPGs. World of Warcraft is That's basically true. free to play unless you want to buy some expansions um, mm-hmm. and updates. Uh, but yeah, um, MMORPGs. Remember, Stephen, the time uh, in the early 2000s, there were so many MMORPGs that 
you know, left and right, you can just see so many yeah. types of so many games available. Yes, very, very much. I remember that they, time. They're all basically the same type of game, but you're, <laughs> you know, the mechanics are similar, but you know, each each game has a has a has a different kind of world, different kind of storytelling, mm-hmm. different classes. Yeah. You know, some of them have guns, swords, magic, and I think that's the best part of it. That's the best part of MMORPGs because you get to invest in a different game world. You know, you can choose your own adventure. Mm-hmm. So to speak, and those were the very first first types of free to play games, and until now they're very popular. You know, Ragnarok is now on uh, now on mobile. World of Warcraft is 15 years old, but still, still, still strong. It's so good. Like they launched WoW Classic, and man, the streaming numbers are so good. The player numbers are so good. And you know, games like Final Fantasy. Wait, no, Final Fantasy 14 isn't free to play. I'm sorry, but you know. <laughs> Mobile uh, MMORPGs, multiplayer online role playing games are the most popular free to play free to play games, and they're also the most popular example of freemium games because you can purchase a lot of uh, in game items and cosmetics there. You know, people invest lots of money in MMORPGs. You know, they start off as free games that they don't spend anything for to spend to investing much of their money in the game after a long number of years, which is you know. Um, natural for a lot of these games. Now, next are free FPS games. Now, two of the most popular free FPS games right now are Counter-Strike Global Offensive and uh, the recently released yeah. Valorant. So, mm. Counter-Strike started Valorant out as a mod of Half-Life. Really. No, no, mm. Valorant is uh, more of a tactical FPS like CSGO, basically. CSGO with characters. Okay. Anyway, so CSGO mm. is, you know, right now almost 10 years old. It's 7 years old right now, released in 2013. It's an update. It's a very improved version of the older Counter-Strike 1.6, 1.3, and Source. And now, you know, until now, it's still the biggest FPS in the planet. It's still the most profitable FPS in the world. It, it has the biggest tournament, FPS tournaments you know, it's also an arena. So it's also it can also sell out arenas. It's a really big tournament, you know. And you know, it's yeah. like Dota, like LOL. It's a very high skill ceiling game. It's very diff. It's very difficult for newcomers. It's it's not. It's very difficult to master. And yeah, but mm. yeah, it's a free to play game that you know with a lot of skins, with a lot of cosmetic items. Yep, CS:GO plus Overwatch is pretty much Valorant in a nutshell. That's uh, that's kind of <laughs> accurate. Of course, there are a few things that make Valorant unique over those two games, but yeah, it's basically a hero shooter stuck in a tactical FPS format. But yeah, um, so yeah, CS:GO is really um, CS:GO is really big. So until it, and right now, and they just made it free to play last year. In 2019, and right now it's so popular. You know, so many people are playing it. It's still, uh, you know, the the game, the game, the the game still gets updated, but you know, the core experience remains the same the, over these years, and it's still very addictive to play. Like Valorant right now is almost at that yeah. level. Um, you know, it's so engaging that you know, adding characters, adding different skills makes the game deeper. So for Valorant, that's what makes Valorant different from CSGO. There's 
Uh, there's characters to use. There's, uh, you know, instead of other than mastering the gun, different kinds of guns and tactics, you have characters yeah. that allow you to enhance your strategy, you know, create different character lineups that work well together. And that's the charm of these free-to-play FPS games, you know. They're very difficult to play. They're very difficult to start. and But yet, mm-hmm. you know, you're still hooked on it. And other yeah. than that, um, yeah. games like Planet Side 2... Uh, Blacklight Retribution, those kinds of uh, classic FPS games, Warface, those are free FPS games that have our, our more classic one, classic format. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go team that match. You can go. Oh, there's Quake Champions, which is a, another free to play team that match game. Um, you know, if you're into a death match game and uh, not not really fond of uh, tactical shooters, uh, I think you can go for those kinds of games. Yeah, there's something for everyone for FPS and. FPS, I separated FPS and Battle Royale because not all Battle Royales are in, are FPS. Uh, and not all FPS games are Battle Royale. So, yeah. next one. So, arguably the most popular genre for the last few years in gaming, Battle Royale games. Now, we can start with this. Um, so, right now, um, it all started, Battle Royales started with DayZ, which is an Arma 2 mod. So Daisy was the first battle royale game which had realistic physics and you know basic uh players dropping in at the map and their goal is to just survive be the last man standing. And for those who watched uh movies like Battle Royale and um Hunger Games, <laughs> this game concept might be something you like or it might be something you're wishing but kind of regret playing because it's really battle royales are a stressful bunch and I play Hundreds of hours of battle royale. I play battle royales almost every day, so that's the crazy part. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, battle royales. Uh, the most popular battle royale games right now, of course, there's Fortnite, which is until now, you know, despite the many uh, many issues that some players have, you know, you know, this, because it's it gets updated every time and there's always new content. Um, it's still the most popular battle royale game around. And of course, there's PUBG, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which is still one of the one of the most uh, one of the best battle royale games around. It's realistic, it's very difficult, and you know, it's very tactical. And PUBG is still, you know, they added they had recent updates. They added some story, a bit of story into their game, which makes it a bit more interesting. So yeah, PUBG and Fortnite are the two biggest uh, battle royales, and then. Later on, you get um, last year you got Apex Legends, which I played, which I have played at maybe thousand, almost two thousand hours right now. I can say, I can say. So yeah, Apex Legends is one of the uh, one of the most popular battle royales around too. That's an FPS. Fortnite and PUBG are third person uh, battle royales, although you can switch in PUBG. To first person, but yeah. Oh, Steven, have you played a battle royale? Um, I have tried Apex Legends, I've tried Fortnite, but it hasn't really been my thing. Like, I'm not really a fan of like battle royale games. Like, there's like, I guess, over does Overwatch count as a battle royale or more of an FPS? I don't know, that's a MOBA basically. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a I'm more of a fan of something like Overwatch. 
despite the toxic community and all. <laughs> well, um, I can say that every almost every gaming community that we have mentioned so far has is toxic. MOBAs, MMORPGs, yeah. FPS, and even battle royale games because you know we experienced mm. it firsthand. You know. That's why I prefer to play with friends and as a, te- as a full team instead of playing with random players because, yes, you don't really know. You don't really expect what they're going to do. It's either they're going to be really good and help you out in the game or they're going to be they're gonna be toxic and leave yeah. you for dead. Crazy stuff. That's true. So, yeah, uh, other than Apex Legends, one of the most popular games right now is Call of Duty Warzone, which is really just released like early 2020. And... It's a free version of Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the 2019 Modern Warfare, and they added the Battle Royale and released it for free as a free game. And there's there's Battle Royale, there's uh there's the very epic deathmatch mode. And right now it's it's the one of the most popular games in on Twitch and on being streamed. And it's one of the it's a really great, you know, adding Call of Duty Combat to a battle royale game, it's really good. And <laughs> ill Warzone. Well, I know you're not fond of Warzone that much, uh, Matt. But I think, um, I think, you know, Call of Duty is best, uh, best experience in a deathmatch format because, um, that's where it all started. Although the battle royale version of war, uh, battle royale, you know, Call of Duty Warzone is still very much, um, a really solid uh, battle royale experience if you're more of a Call of Duty fan and want to experience a battle royale game. Um, but yeah, so those are the most popular types of free to play games, free genres of free free to play games, and um, I think we could discuss a bit more. Um, there's free to play fighting games, of course. Um, mm. <laughs> there's a free version ah. of Dead or Alive. There's a free version of Dissidia Final Fantasy. There's Brawlhalla. Which is like a Super Smash Brothers style, um, you know, fighting game. And there's Fantasy Strike, which just released mm-hmm. for free, which is the full experience. So yeah, um, there's so many types of free-to-play games. I think, um, Steven, we can talk about gacha games, Japanese mobile games. Oh my god! Oh my god! Now you have Ooh. experience on that. Oh my god. I don't know how to, I don't even know where to start because they will they will drain either they're gonna drain your wallet as much as they can. Um playing New Japan's uh New Japan collection, that video game. <laughs> I have spent around luckily only around two hundred ish pesos on coins. Nice. Because, That's um, cheap, but they- but Pretty yeah, I know a lot of I know a lot of people have their lives consumed by gacha games, and imagine yeah. waiting like imagine setting an alarm just to open the gog in pack. <laughs> so it's so crazy. Every day, here's a coin. Here's here's diamond coin. Here's more diamonds. Every I think that's one of the most yeah that those that's one of the most addictive types of free to play games because it's basically freemium. That's true. Um, I know a lot of people are in especially in Japan in Asia they're consumed by gacha yeah. games and oh, yeah bad, it's just yeah. it's it's basically a, it's basically a lifestyle right now. <laughs> Bang Dream Girls Fan Party is another example. 
Uh, what, wait, what um, game? Owned by Bushiroad, but developed by a different company. Um, okay. it's, a, it's, a, it's a Risen game. It's a Risen music game similar to Rock Band, but on mobile. It's called Bang Girls yeah. Band Party. It became an anime. It's the game that Kenny Omega was playing in a commercial, if you remember that Kenny Omega commercial from <laughs> a few years back. It had Kenny Omega like fully dressed up in gear, but then you realize, oh, he's playing a mo- he's playing a gacha game. Like, oh, okay. Oh, oh man, man. Gotcha uh, game a friend, Carol Iris, who is a very is a big fan of that. Yeah, she was the Black Canary in um in Asia Pop Comic Con. You'll see it in our albums. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, gacha games are another different world, and it's another version of free to play that's so crazy. You know, every free to play game right now is crazy. You know, the yeah. community is. Every gaming community is crazy and toxic at some point, and gacha communities are just yeah. yes, there it's it's a, there it's also a different level sometimes. So I guess we can move on to the next. Um, now the question is, I think the answer is already obvious. We already answered it a bit. Are free to play games really free? Now the thing is, answer no. to answer this no, question, there. Okay, you can choose not to pay. You can choose to play and not spend anything. Yeah. But, you know, in general, a lot of people play free-to-play games and spend lots of money in it still. That's true. And we're all, I guess we're all guilty of that. Um, I've bought, like, 2,000 Apex coins in Apex Legends just to buy the Battle Pass. Um, I know people who spend money to get cosmetics in... Uh, Battle Royale games. Um, you know, there's many ways you can spend money on on free-to-play games. Um, you can purchase um, you can purchase new web new weapon skins, character skins. You can purchase music packs. You can yep. there's so many things. Like you can purchase cra- track, you can purchase yeah. materials to unlock stuff. You can purchase um uh, uh, for for free to play mobile games like gacha games, you can purchase. Uh, I think you can purchase some items for your characters or some cards sometimes. So yeah, that's pretty much um, free to play games. That's so. If you're wondering if they're really free, they're really not because you have the option to purchase. Now the goal is to be profitable. So. Yeah, way too much money. So yeah, sometimes sometimes you spend an incredible amount of money for for a game, and sometimes that the total amount that you've spent in a single game is much more expensive than buying one new game, which is crazy. So yeah. Oh, Steven, That's your true. face cam is a bit buggy. Yeah. So it's yeah. I guess mm. we're having um yeah. Our internet is not at our best, but you know. I'm hosting, so at least we can uh, at least we can survive this uh, survive the stream. Yeah. So yeah, um, our free, so if free to play games, you know, the thing is, they're not exactly free because you have the option to purchase stuff. But that's how game developers get supported. Yeah. That's how the game gets supported. That's how the game keeps going. If no one's buying, if the game is completely free, it's really hard to support and. You know, of course, there are also people who want, who want content, who want, you know, who want some, who want things to buy. They want to add something to their game. Yeah. They want to enhance their yeah. game experience. And sometimes 
downloadable content is the only way that companies can do that, developers can do that. So yeah, yeah. Uh, free-to-play games aren't really free, although you can experience the game completely free of charge. Like in Apex Legends, you don't have to you don't have to buy Apex packs. You can grind for you can level up for Apex packs until you're level 500, and at times you can get um you can get a lot of uh, great items in those free packs. You know, instead of paying for the battle pass. But yeah, sometimes you can only go so far in a free to play without spending until you until you want to spend something. Now, in from my end, I only spend things on things that I really like. Um, so I'm really cautious on spending money on free to play games. So unless it's a unless it's a skin that looks really good, like it says that you know it really it's really something that you know I want I want to experience I want to customize my game. Um, I'm buying. I'm not buying until it's that feeling. I get that feeling. How about you, Steven? Yeah. Um, do you do you how how do you spend on free to play or when do you spend on free to play? Mm, usually, if I'm chasing after something, so let's say there's a specific item that I want, then I'll start. You know, then I'll start paying a little bit, just a little bit, not to the point <laughs> that I'm gonna like thousands of pesos on. You know, a skin or something like. I was almost gonna do that with Overwatch, especially the loot box situation. Those loot boxes mm-hmm. are just insane. Like, you, I'd <laughs> much rather buy the skin directly. Yeah. Um. There are a lot of games right now that allow you to do that, but of course, uh, by that you, you can do that by unlocking certain materials in the game, certain yeah. uh, in-game items by grinding. Um. I remember Star Wars Battlefront 2 having that problem with loot boxes. That's not a free game, but Star Wars Battlefront 2 had that loot box problem, but they solved it by removing loot, removing, uh, changing the way how loot boxes work. Like instead of having random items, you can now, um, grind for these items. You know, just purchase, uh, grind the game or purchase, uh, a bit of in-game currency so you can buy stuff directly, which is, which is how it should be for a lot of games. But I know, there are a lot of games that still follow the loot box, for, loot box format, which is, hey, I'm looking at you, Apex Legends, and your <laughs> random loot boxes, and I haven't gotten an heirloom yet, so I'm I sad. mean, it's EA after all. You know, it's EA. They're going to make you pay for everything. EA is always expensive ever since, even when they don't have the loot boxes. You know, I remember EA games back in the 90s being just really expensive, you know? I know that their graphics... So much stuff. Yeah, I know the graphics of games. EA games are really some of the top, are really top notch ever since, you know. But yeah, EA is always a very expensive uh, game company. We can't do anything about it right now. You know, they've established that one. Now, our next question. Oh, we're actually pretty fast here. But yeah, so yeah, free to play games. Oh, we all want an heirloom. Yes, yes, especially us for guys who've been playing since. Season zero of Apex Legends. We want an heirloom. Um, I don't care whoever who whose heirloom I'll be buying. Just I just want at least one. You know, <laughs> it's our it's our commitment and love to the game. You know, you know we're we love the game so much. Hey, we got this special item. We're gonna slap you with because heirloom items in Apex are basically uh, melee weapons that are decoration. So like. 
For example, Pathfinder has boxing gloves, Mirage has a trophy of himself, and Lifeline has drumsticks, shock, electric shock sticks, I mean. And, you know, Wraith has her iconic kunai, and there's a Bloodhound axe. And, you know, those are really good, you know. Now I have to purchase now now Steven I have to purchase Apex Pack. So if I if I stand to get the chance of buying those, uh, to get the chance of getting an air room, which is sad. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could have just tried it for but yeah. Um right now I'm not really gonna spend money on the game, but you know, I always have the option to and I'll only spend money in the game unless if there's an event skin that's gonna look really good. And yeah. I think there's gonna be one soon. So yeah. Um, in general, in to conclude this, free-to-play games aren't really free. Um, they add they add purchasable items so you can support the game. Most part, for the most part, it's hard to find an entirely free-to-play game because right now, um, game companies are always looking to profit, are always looking to um make the experience. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna blow. I'm not gonna blow my wallet on Apex packs. I'm I'm better than that. I'm probably gonna buy like. Sometimes ten RP bank account. Well, my bank you bought, account you bought, wasn't there a time where like you were like draining your money? You were draining your bank account from No, I just bought a battle pass for that. But that's just uh that's basically <laughs> half of my months um half of my months uh earnings in a game. But yeah. Gracias. So let's go uh <laughs> Okay, now the thing is, um, are there too many battle royale shooters and MOBAs in the market now? Steven, yeah. I think you can answer this first. Okay. It's so easy. It's an easy answer. Yes, there's too many. You have way too many now. It's like it's the easy way out for video game companies now. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, but when I saw, but when I remembered, like, are there too many battle royale shooters and MOBAs? I take a look back and I realized that there's always too much of the same genre at a certain e- every era. Like, um, for example, when Street Fighter became popular in the 80s and 90s, in the late 80s and 90s, um, imagine there's so yeah. many game companies trying to chase, um, trying to create fighting games themselves. <laughs> imagine, Im- and, when RPGs became popular, every game company just released an RPG, no matter half how half baked their game was, how bad their game was. They're gonna make an RPG regardless. Everyone's gonna make an FPS game in the early nineties and and in the late nineties and early two thousands. You know, everyone has an FPS. Every company has an FPS game. They're gonna try. True. Right now, you know, right now, battle mobas. Right now, there's so many moba games. There's so many exactly. FPS games and there's so many battle royales. You know, there's so many games to go around with. And yeah. I think more than just game companies trying to develop something, a competitor to a popular game, I think it's, you know, them trying to set, trying to create a game that's different. Like, example, yeah. it's a battle royale game, but our experience is different. They're trying to make something unique, like, you know, adding characters. Creating a different setting, you know, maybe not a battle royale without guns, you know. It's, they're all trying to create a different, an individual experience for you, for us, actually. So, yeah, there's too many, but yeah, in general, there's too many games of the same genre, and we're all gonna experience um, genre fatigue, video game fatigue for at, a, at some point. And 
a lot of people right now can get tired of battle royals and MOBAs. So, you know, people, you know, in the end right now, people are craving for single-player experiences because there's so many multiplayer experiences available in front of you. You tend to miss that. You tend to miss the amount of uh, single. You tend to. There's very few single player games right now, and that's pretty sad because, you know, video games. A lot of video games. A lot of the best video games are single player experiences. But I can also understand that more people right now prefer to play with friends. You know, um, a lot of people want to experience what they're experiencing in a video game with friends together. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. single player ends, that's what single player games can provide. Although single player games provide some of the best storytelling, cinematic experiences, and you know, experiencing that firsthand is just really good. I, right now, I'm playing Prey, and even though I have to restart the game from scratch, you know, drop basically scrapping 12 hours of gameplay because I got stuck in one area with 20 health and the next guy and there's an enemy in front of me as soon as I regaled my save you know the, it's a sing, single player experience is still you know it's still a unique one you know you still get those fun gaming memories sure there are times that you won't be able to share it but each each experience is different that's the same with multiplayer and single player and there may be too many uh, games of the same genre right now but I think you know. I think that's how game. That's how video game. The video game industry grows. You know, creating the same, creating the same kind of genre until someone creates something of a something similar, but something that something a bit different at the same time. And sometimes yeah. it becomes a new genre. Imagine battle royale games used to be battle royale games were created from an FPS from a modded game from FPS Dota. Mobus came from a modded version of Warcraft 3. Mm-hmm. Counter Strike was a tactical shooter, but it was a mod of Half Life first. So yeah. Nice. But yeah, I think having too many games is is sometimes a good problem to have, but it also it can also be the end of a lot of game companies because you know, with so many games, how would people notice your game? It's difficult. Yeah. It's a challenging world. The video game industry is one of the most competitive and cutthroat industries in and in the world. And despite being profitable, there are a lot of companies that go bankrupt after one bad game. So yeah. I, I can understand why there's too many games of the same genre. They're trying to catch on an audience. You know, it's really hard to catch on an audience, especially if you're introducing sure. something really new. So yeah, there's so many games. Yeah, but right now, honestly, there are too many types of games of the same genre, and it's either a good problem for other people, it's a good problem for other people, it's a big problem because yeah, you're you're you don't know which game to play. You have an immense everyone of I think a lot of us have an immense backlog of, of backlog of games to finish. I have a lot of games to finish, so that's a problem for me. It's a pretty good problem now. <clears throat> okay. Next question is a bit of a burning question right now. When are in-game purchases too much? Now I think you can start, Steven. When when do you think an in-game purchase would be excessive or over the line? I think in-game purchases become too much when you start to like take money from money you're not supposed to be touching. Let's say emergency funds or you know. Oh, like, okay. like what we have now, emergency with the pandemic and all. If you start using money um, for emergency situations like this pandemic to use 
stuff on luxuries, then you know there's something wrong with your spending. <laughs> Look at Izzy's ass. When EA owns the game, well, yeah, EA has a lot of transactions. Um, imagine oh the Sims God. 4 DLCs. <laughs> Basically, when you buy all Sims 4 DLCs, it's like you're buying 20, almost 15 video games at the same time. When they it's started crazy. doing it, that's really like, oh shit! Here's a new, here's a new possible cash. Here's a new DLC. Yeah. Here's a yeah. new DLC. There's puppies in it. Yeah, buy this, please. Yeah. You know how much I spent on Sims 3? Like, I'm not even done spending on Sims 3. I, I, I don't even have a PC that works for Sims 3 at the moment. <laughs> but I've spent a lot of money on Sims 3. That's all I will say. Because some things should have been in the base game from the beginning. Um, what's that? There's this one. Generations should have been. Sims 3 Generations should have been a part of the base game. I don't know why I had to pay, like, extra... 700 pesos for that. That's all. But yeah, okay. So, that, I, yeah, that's a great answer. So, yeah, when in-game purchases become too much, I think one of the issues that some in-game purchases have, it's called pay-to-win. Yeah. Like, when you I pay agree. for something, you pay for an item, you pay for items that give you an edge in the game, in the game, while uh, in gameplay. Sure, cosmetics are... For me, um, cosmetics can be too expensive. There are times that skins, banners, or whatnot would be too expensive. Like uh, Apex Legends had that problem where you had to pay for Apex packs that are for an individual Apex pack, which is like a few a few bucks, almost like uh, you're gonna pay for like maybe five thousand pesos, seven thousand pesos for the packs. So that's expensive. Um, but in the end, those are cosmetic items. So, sure, they're yeah they but they but they fix that problem by making in-game items cheaper. So right now it's expensive, but it's not excessively expensive. You know, you're still you still have to buy a considerable. You need to pay for a considerable money. But going back, pay to win is the worst issue for a lot of games. Um. They can say they can argue that some in-game skins are pay-to-win because you know some game skins are really big skins. Um, some game skins are, you know, are colorful, makes you brighter, easier to shoot. But I think um, what's a more pressing issue is not the cosmetics. Um, the pay some pay-to-win items. Um, I've played World of Tanks, World of Tanks, oh. and World of Tanks Blitz. And one of the issues that one of the things that they have is you can buy premium ammunition. And yeah, you have to spend credits to refill that ammo. And for the most part, if you don't have that ammo, you're pretty much um you're pretty much gonna have a bit of a harder time. Unless but you know, if you're a really skilled player, you can get by without spending ammunition, but that ammunition is gonna give you that extra damage. Yeah, it's it's pretty expensive. Like, yeah. um, it's premium ammunition, which is crazy. It's pay to win basically. Um, in Apex, I can say that there are some uh, gun skins that are pay to win because they have different iron sights. But for uh. me, that's just preference. But for me, that's preference because mm. I may like the iron sight. I may say that I like this better than the default skin or that the other skins. But 
not everyone would agree because example um one of the skins there the flatline and wingman skins they're not not all of them you know not everyone would like their iron sight not everyone would like how how you when you look at what what you're aiming it's not gonna yeah it doesn't click to everyone so that's that's a bit of a disputed pay to win but for the most part pay to win items that example um if they're gonna pay you to get extra weapons you know uh pay to get um pay you to get stronger basically in the game to level up in the game that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a no for me because you know you play the game to get better you play the game to grind yeah. and get experience and if you're gonna add a system that's gonna circumvent the experience by purchasing by paying a few uh a small amount paying an amount a certain amount that's gonna be a bad experience because you're you're fighting a lot of and that's what that's the that's the problem of a lot of uh, mobile games because mobile games are the biggest offenders in pay to win <laughs> for me because you can buy because you can purchase almost everything anything in a game if you buy in game currency so you know you're gonna the grind yeah. becomes trivial the grind becomes easier if you have that if you have the money to do so. Like, but right now, um, lot, like, yeah. But right now, a lot of games. Yeah, but right now, a lot of games are wising up to it. Even EA is wising up to it a bit. You know, not yeah. adding, no longer adding pay-to-win systems. You know, just just making, uh, just making sure that everything that you purchase would be all cosmetic. Because honestly, uh, for me, buying skins, buying banners, it's it's all good. I mean. If you allow us to buy, example, if you allow me to buy a number of skins for us for a certain amount, and there's opportunity for discounts, that's that's good. Like, sure, give me give me give me things that I would like to buy. You know, make me, you know, because skins are skins are really addictive. You know, because buying in-game skins is really something right now. Even yeah, I think exactly. even you, Stephen, would understand because. Having a different skin, you know, gives your character something unique. Makes your ex- it's a way of yeah, expression. You know, they always say that. They always say that in that's game so trailers, true. but it's true. It's true because you know. But yeah, when in-game purchases are too much, um, it's either for things that you know make you better, make you stronger at the game without having to grind for the game, or you know, or something, or something, or purchasing something as small as um. A banner or a, a, a tiny or, item, or like you know, a little, like a like a changing the color set of your weapon or something like Overwatch. Yeah, basically, yeah. purchasing for something to change color, which is irrational. Yeah. So yeah, our que- now <clears throat> now following up to that question, positives and negatives of purchases. Now I think we explained this a bit. So um, I think the negatives is spending too much. Obviously, spending yeah. too much in game. Um, of course, there are people who've played, example, World of Warcraft for like a decade and a half right now. Yeah, that's and what? Say that, yeah, it's pretty much a dec- almost yeah. a decade and a half. So imagine, yeah, 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 we've been playing, it's been around since we were in grade school. Oh my god. And wow. sometimes, you know, there are people who were born during the start of World of Warcraft who are now teenagers oh and World of Warcraft God. is still running. Imagine. That's how crazy it is. <laughs> but yeah, the negatives of purchase is when you we're purchase too old. much in a single game. And yeah, pretty much we're old. And yeah, the <laughs> negatives of purchases is that um, when you spend too much in a game. But 
yeah, um, there are people who play play games for years, uh, spend on a single game for you know maybe thousands of dollars in a single game, and I think that's gonna be a negative if it's gonna affect your life. You know, it's gonna affect things outside your life. As you said, Stephen, if you're gonna spend your emergency fund on freaking game skins. Uh, I don't think you should, you should be taking a look at yourself and stop playing for a bit. Take take a break, you know. Oh God, is he is your friend? Is he? No, no, no. We're not gonna we? answer that. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh no, we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna respond to that question. But yes, we're pretty old. But yeah, um, the um, what are the now now we talked about the negatives of purchases. And of course, you know, in-game items when they get too much. Now, what are the positives of purchasing games, Stephen? Probably the fact that it's just a way for you to like de-stress. That that's one way of uh, looking at it. Like, it's a, it's okay, a good so way I think de-stress. it's like retail therapy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like retail therapy is one, and another one is, I guess, connecting with other people around the world that you wouldn't normally connect with. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, those are, that, those are the ones on my end. What about yours? Okay, I think yeah. The, oh well, for me, I think the most important thing about in-game purchases is that they keep the game alive. Because True. if you don't, have, if no one purchases your game, no one would. That means no one's supporting it. Yeah, like sure, there are people playing the game, but if if a company is not profiting from it, it's not gaining something from it, they can't continue to update the game. Like the reason why a lot of games, there are a lot of games that are dying or dead, or stopped. You know, their servers are shut down. Is because the player base is small and there's no one purchasing items. Oh, and I think, it's, yeah, I mean, I mean, I know purchases can be excessive, but it's necessary. It's a necessity right now because yeah. free to play is basically a freemium right now, and everyone needs to profit. You know, you need to make money to grow. You need to make money to. To, um, you know, you need to make money to keep your game going. You know, that's why a lot of MMORPGs are still alive. That's why Dota 2, CSGO, League of Legends is still alive after seven years, uh, after almost a decade. That's why they're surviving, you know, because people invest money in the game. And that's not just out of, you know, investing because I want this, I want this. You know, it's because a lot of people tend to... You know, they may not admit it, but they love the game despite how much they're angry at it. You know, like, ah, I don't want to play this game anymore. And then next hour, you see them playing another round of games. And I think that's the best part, you know. That's the best part of purchases. That's the most positive thing. Like, it's difficult to, it's difficult, but it's necessary. Oh, okay. Steven will be doing a, will be taking a, a short break. He'll be back in a few so yeah okay yeah so those are the positives and negatives of purchases now (laughs) yeah so yeah it's really expensive right now so next question um are game companies chasing a trend like are game companies risking their gaming uh some of their projects just to launch a free-to-play game at the wrong time uh i think some game some game companies are um an example right now is I forgot this Amazon game. Wait, I need to search for that Amazon video game. The yeah, it's a video game made by Amazon, the guys who you know with who creates 
has one of the biggest online retail stores in the world. Amazon Video Game. I forgot their Amazon Video Game. Ah, Crucible. So like, Crucible is a game, is a free game that <laughs> Reese <laughs> responded. Yeah, okay. Well, Respawn did. Basically, um, Apex Legends is a project of, you know, tr- them um, trying something different because Titanfall 2 got screwed by EA and they got mad. You know what? We're going to make a game. A game we're going to make something different. We're going to try out and create a battle royale. So they chased the trend. Uh, thankfully, they're successful chasing it and it's really difficult. And yeah. So yeah, Steven, the question here is, are game companies chasing a trend? Yeah, I think so. Because okay, I think just, the first example I... Yeah, the first, yeah, it's easy money. The first example I talked about was Amazon. You know, Amazon just started creating games. <laughs> what? But they were, well, yep. I thought they were like the platform to the extreme with things like Twitch. Yeah, but they're trying to make... They made a game recently. Um, oh, and, my gosh. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, the re- the what happened to their game was well, their first release was Crucible, so I think it's free to play, so we can yeah. talk about it. It's a PvP shooter, but the problem was the problem is there's so many free to play game free to play shooters that are already yeah. in a similar vein, free to play character shooters, especially like Overwatch. Uh. <laughs> True. In the end, Crucible oh, no, no, had... You have to pay for Overwatch. Yeah, but in the but it's still yeah. But the thing is, people would rather pay for Overwatch than play a game made by Amazon because there's <laughs> it's more established. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So yeah, um, in general, that. the reviews of Crucible got weren't impressive. Like it was um. It was average. Sure, they tried to create a different world. They tried to create something. They had their own twist, but not many people got sold on the experience. Like, oh, it's a so yeah, it's a like that's an example of a video game company chasing a trend. Amazon is a new a new kid on the block, and they tried chasing a trend, but they they failed miserably. They failed right now. Right now, they're not at a good state. So. Yeah. And right now, a lot of game companies are chasing trends, are chasing creating their own battle royale. Ubisoft is gonna release a battle royale next week, Hyperscape, for which is another free-to-play experience. And oh, um, wait, Hi-Rez Studios, which created uh, wait, Hi-Rez Studios, which created Paladins, which is like a mm. a MOBA FPS. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. Overwatch. I remember that. They're gonna release another um another free to play game Rogue Company, which is like a which is kind of like a tactical shooter slash deathmatch game. Mm-hmm. And so far, it's so far those two games I've mentioned are getting pretty decent reception because mm-hmm. they launched they, they had better access, so a lot of people got to try the game beforehand and you know got to make suggestions. And but yeah, um, I think. In gaming history, video game industry history, all companies are always chasing trends. As I said, remember when Street Fighter became popular? A lot of game companies want their own Street Fighter. Yeah. And Final That's Fantasy true. became popular. A lot of people, a lot of game companies want to create their own RPG. Hey, we're gonna create another our own version, our own take on an RPG yeah. game. A lot of them succeed, but a lot of them fail miserably too. Yeah. And yeah. 
like in the late 90s, early 2000s, 2010s, everyone's making an FPS game. I never really know. A lot of companies are making FPS games. Like, a lot of companies are trying. Like, when Doom became popular, um, mm-hmm. the, or the OG Doom, like, a lot of the games that came after it are called Doom clones. Oh, hi, guys. You're creating another Doom clone. And also, id Software is guilty of creating their own FPS <laughs> using the same engine, you know? Basically, yeah. trying to replicate the success of Doom. But yeah, but the thing is, you if you if you can't create a trend, in uh, but the thing is, trends might be fads for a meantime. But for the meantime, but in the end, they begin they become genres of their own. Imagine the battle royale genre was once just a fad, was just a trend, was something different. Yeah. Now like it's an established genre. Now it's an before, before before the likes of Fortnite came, it was like ah okay, it's just another like. Whatever yeah, it wasn't it, a genre. Game. It was just a different gameplay experience. Now it's a legit genre. It's a genre yeah. that. So that's how I think that's how that's how video games grow, you know, and evolve. You need to create something different. You need to create something different. You know, create a trend, stick to the trend, and if the trend becomes popular, it becomes a genre in of itself, yeah. and. It just becomes a part of our regular gaming atmosphere. Imagine, uh, in the 2010s, a lot of games are now open world, right? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of games true. try to be open world. Um, open lot, that, yeah. The 2010s is basically a lot of open world games, a lot of battle royale games. <laughs> yeah. And even free to play games. So, you know, but that's how games grow, you know? That's how games, um, yeah, that's how games develop. You have to create something new. You have to stick to a trend. You have to stick to a fad. As much as it might compromise your development of other games as a whole, you have to stick to it because if it succeed, if you succeed on that, you have the if you example if you create a battle royale game to chase a trend that becomes popular, yeah. you now have the platform to create something different. You now have the platform to create a single player game. You now have the platform to make. Maybe create something different for your for the people who supported your game. Yeah. Like for yeah. example, um, when Apex Legends came out, Respawn, you know, people got Respawn became a, a big company again, became a very popular company, and later on, you know, they were able to create Jedi Fallen Order as well. Oh. A single player cool. game. So, which was a well received Star Wars game that I have yet to play. I wish I could play it. But did um, you already but yeah, buy it? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. I remember, oh. instead of buying one game, I bought six. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. It was it was because if I bought games. Star Wars, I I could have regretted yeah. and bought five games instead of Star Wars. So yeah, that's still. But yeah, in general, mm-hmm. video games chasing companies chasing a trend. It's something that um happened in video game history. It's something regular for. Um, we always see it. Like imagine right now, a lot of games are trying out, mo- trying to be a, mo- they're trying to create a MOBA game, they're trying to create an FPS, they're trying to create a battle royale game. So yeah, I think That's it's true. normal. And whew, we're almost at an hour mark, and we're almost done with our topics. Um, Perfect. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the future free to play now. Do you think we'll see we'll see more free to play in the near future? In the next I five years feeling, maybe. I have a feeling we might see the end of it, personally. because um, it's gonna be hard to monitor everything if it's free to play, because anyone can just make an account. 
I feel yeah. like it's going to reach a boiling point at some point, but not now. Maybe in yeah. the next two to three years, we'll get a boiling point at some point. And then we'll go back to the paid games. Yeah. But I think um, instead of free to I think free to play might be there to stay. But here, here. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be exactly free to play. It's going to be like um, PS Plus and Xbox Game Pass are now creating. You know, their game passes allow you to have free monthly games. But I think yeah. free-to-play games might, you know, might be moving out in the next five years in place, uh, subscription-based free-to-play games. Ah, uh, okay. How, how, how do you explain that concept of subscription-based free-to-play games? No, I mean, you pay a monthly fee and mm. you get games. Like, imagine, it's like Netflix. Like, you pay a monthly uh, okay. fee to access a wide number of games. What happened to your account if it's the same? What happens yeah, to your account I, I, if you stop playing or something? What? Wait, what happens to my account? Mm. Have you considered, like, what could happen to your account, let's say, if your account becomes inactive because you can't afford it anymore? Oh yeah, well, um, in the case of PS Plus and Xbox, uh, they will lock you just uh, if you mm-hmm. don't pay. So that's the that's the problem. Yep. So oh, like Xbox pay? Game Pass, yeah, pretty much. Um, Microsoft may have struggled this console generation, but their Game Pass is really good. Their online service is really yeah. good. Right now, um, even Sony and Nintendo are gonna tr- emulate. What uh what Microsoft is doing? Um, Apple has a Apple Arcade is a great Game Pass. If you're what Steven, you'll be surprised. Mm-hmm. Apple's Arcade, um, it's a subscription, basically like a Netflix for um games as well, mobile games mm-hmm. and indie games, and it's doing well because the game catalog is good. You got Sonic the Hedgehog, right? I think Sonic's in there. Yeah, so Xbox are doing this online subscription-only games, yeah. And it's really doing well. And, um, you know, Google Stadia may not be good right now, but online streaming games is going to be another thing in the future. Instead yeah. of having a console, you can just stream your game on your laptop and get a controller and play it, which is going to be but then, crazy. But then, sorry, with regards to, let's say, you online console games, with Padanahon, let's say you don't have a good internet connection, like Dito, Filipinas. Like, what if you do have this kind of console? How are you going to be able to keep your game running? Uh, yeah, okay. Kind of system? Now, that's the reason why the subscription and streaming games are still not big, are still not as big in other regions mm-hmm. because. The thing is, even in the United States, even in the West, there, our internet connection in the world generally is still bad. It's still not at, at yeah. the level where yeah. it can sustain everyone and not have that low, not have the speed to download and upload mm-hmm. as fast as mm-hmm. everyone else. Now, this would only work. This would only work if everyone has an access has access to a solid internet connection. Yeah. Right now, yeah. we're not at that level yet. Not everyone that's, is at yeah, that, that level that's yet. Really sounds like a plug for an internet 
I thought we were gonna transition to an internet plug commercial. No, we're not gonna plug internet. But I, I, yeah, I, I, I wish, wish we were. I wish we were sponsored by Converge or something. Now, like you know, sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah, sponsorships, <laughs> internet sponsorships. But yeah, great, um, yeah. every ISP yeah. right now is struggling. Yeah, but honestly, every ISP right now is struggling, even in the United yeah. States, because. Yeah. We're all at home, and everyone's working at home, and everyone's using the internet at home. So yeah, it's a yeah. struggle. But yeah, um, but, but the future, yeah, it's not good for the companies because you basically don't buy the game. Yeah, that's another problem of subscription-based games because you're not paying full price. Hmm. It's not. So that's the problem. Service. You're not gonna. Your example. You're paying um maybe a thousand pesos per month. Yeah, and a game costs three times as that. A new game, a new AAA game, yeah, costs three times true. as that. So you're you're paying ten bucks for per month, but a game is sixty bucks. So yeah, you're getting negatives unless millions of people are subscribed to you. You're not gonna generate much of a profit if you're a game company. And in the okay. end, that's gonna be negative right. because that game now, if the game is subscription based. There, it's it's the chances of it having in-game purchases are now higher because they want to make a profit and if and they're not making a profit because they're not releasing a physical copy or a digital copy of an individual game. They're part of a subscription, so they're gonna be encouraged to put in-game transactions. So that's gonna be a negative. Yeah, I think that's gonna be the difficult part of free to the free-to-play experience. Yeah. But right now, free to play. But now, free to play games are good because there are times that you don't have, you don't need a Steam account. You don't need, um, you don't need certain accounts. You don't need to download a, a certain platform. So, yeah, I think free to play games will be there to stay because there's so many ways you can, uh, because people are, you know, people would always be attracted to buy something free, and in That's the end, true. you know. I think I it's still there. I think in the next five years, free-to-play games will be, I think, in the same state as they are right now. Mm-hmm. You know, still successful, still going strong. And, you know, because there, a lot of the biggest free-to-play games are well-supported. So I don't... And companies are committing. Are committing, like, five, ten years. They're, there's a five-year plan. There's a ten-year plan of what to do. Yeah. Okay, I think that's our that's basically it for our questions. Um yeah. now we can go for the geeky recommendations. Hmm. So yeah, geeky recommendations. Now okay, I think my recommendation is gonna be obvious for the people for some of the people watching. Um my recommendation is, uh, although this is not technically free to play, if you're a PS Plus subscriber, this is free to play. Um, I'm gonna recommend Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. So, it's a battle royale game, Steven, but it's a different battle royale game. It's a party royale game. So instead of um, a battle royale game where you drop in a map, get random items, try to survive, it's basically, um, do you know Takeshi's Castle and Wipeout? Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with that. That's basically it. That's basically Fall Guys. It's wipe out the game. 
There are 60 I players mean, in the game, and yeah. your goal is to qualify for every round until the final round where there's only one winner. Mm. And it's really, it's really competitive. It's really fun. It's a, it's a break from the regular battle royale games we play because lots of every battle royale game now has guns, ammo, and armor and survival at the mine. Yeah. And Fall Guys changes this up, changes it up by becoming a game show. And honestly, right now I like it. It's a mini games battle royale. Yes, it's pretty much it. Um, and it's it's fun because it's fun and frustrating at the same time. But it's a break from every kind of competitive game you see. Uh, every game you see because it's more of a casual game. And it's a wholesome game. Even kids, it's a family. It's basically a family game too. So it's so fun. And what I like about it is that um, although I may sound like I'm plugging, I'm I'm sponsored. No, it's not. I'm just we I just enjoy we're just enjoying the game right now as is because you know it has a battle pass. It has a battle pass, but you don't have to purchase anything if you don't need to because you can craft, you can grind the game to get points and purchase a skin. Although there are although of course there are you can purchase a skin pack on the store, but you can't. You can not do because every day there's a different skin that you can buy. You know, I got a baseball player skin and it looks so great. <laughs> but yeah, um, wait, 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 wait. Uh, I'll show you the screen. Fall guys, ultimate taka. See those? So let's share my screen. Yeah. So Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout is basically this. So loading. Ah, yeah. Okay. I guess I'll share my, I don't know, my my recommendation. I go for. Uh, ah, okay. I don't think I can do it. Very um, Okay. Yeah, I'll go with my recommendation next. It's the um, what is that? The Agretsuko. <laughs> it's the Agretsuko casual. Um, what do you call that? Um, kind of like the jeweled. That kind of game where you just oh, swipe. It's, so it's one of those games you play when you're bored. Yeah, it's one of those games you play when you're bored, pretty much. Either that or Bang Dream Girls Band Party. However, those games always require an internet connection. So before you play, wait, always wait, wait, make sure you. Band Dream Girls. I want to. Band Dream Girls Band Party. Band? You said band twice, right? Like bang, bang. The Kenny Omega ah, bang, bang. Dream Girls Girls Band, band party. party. Oh my God! Yeah. I can already see it. It's a. This is a gotcha nightmare, guys. I can already yeah. imagine. I can already imagine if you get addicted to this game, you're gonna get. You're gonna. Sp- you're gonna commit much of your much of your savings in yeah. in a year. Like, Luckily, yeah. I I haven't played in a while, so at least I don't ha- I don't spend as much money. But it does have some interesting stuff, like the Evangelion theme song, oh, uh, covers uh, covers of the Evangelion theme song, one, the final Naruto opening by Kanabun. Um, there are a few others, but I'm not that familiar with the other J-pop songs. But yeah, there's a fair share of J-pop covers that you'll find. 
it's a, so uh, basically it's a pretty J-pop much my recommendation. Okay. Yeah, it's a J-pop okay, rhythm so... game, exactly. That's my recommendation <laughs> for the week. So yeah, I think those are our recommendations. So those are three free-to-play games that you might want to play. Um, you know, although Steven's recommendations are very accessible because all you have to do is download them on mobile. That's really, and I guess that's pretty fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's our episode. Now, where can you find us? Um, of course, you can find us on FB. You can find us on Facebook. Um, we do live episodes every Saturday or Sunday, depending on our schedule. We post announcements yep. beforehand. So. Yeah, um, you can find us on Facebook. You can uh, actually take a look at our previous episodes if you're interested. Um, you can backtrack all of our previous live episodes from episode uh, 31 onwards are there, is there. Yeah. And if you want to listen to our audio version, we're on Anchor. Anchor.fm, our home platform. And we're also on Spotify. We're also on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Player.fm. We're Wherever in a lot of podcast platforms, podcast. yeah. Um, you can basically search Google. We're on. Uh, you can actually see our Google result, and we're there. Hi. Uh, yeah, you can also find us on Twitter, Instagram. We do have a Twitch channel that we haven't used in a while. I might, I might start streaming again soon. Yeah, I might um, try. Uh, I might try on YouTube as well, so we, so yeah. we can do that. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you can also take a look at our individual pages. Um, there's Stevie said yup. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I'll 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 remove our banner. So Stevie yeah, said yup and do this, Jude. Um, it's our it's my it's Steven's personal page and this is my gaming page. So yeah, if you're interested in looking at uh wacky gameplay, weird gameplay highlights or compilations, we have that there. I have that there, and yeah. I think that's pretty much it for us. Um, yeah, next epi- next episode, uh, we'll be telling you, we'll be te- we'll be sharing you our topic for next episode. But yeah, next week it's most likely another week- live weekend episode. Thank you guys for watching, and yeah, once again we're the geeky ones. I'm Jude, and this is Steven next to me. And bye guys, thank you so much.